0: Hello, welcome to another episode of Hope with Danny, a podcast dedicated to inspire listeners everywhere with weekly stories and personal testimonies from our wide range of guests. I'm your host, Danny Daniel, and thank you for listening. It's really a pleasure this morning to have Maxine and Bob Burton. Uh, Maxine is the president CEO and Bob the COO of Burton and Burton. And everybody in this area knows who Burton & Burton is, but we're going to tell you a little bit more about their story and uh, how it's developed and how the future looks for them. I'm sure it's bright. Uh, Maxine, Bob, glad to have you on this morning. Good morning. Good morning.
1: We're glad to be here.
0: Well, that sounds great. Uh, Let's go back uh, to the beginning of Burton & Burton and talk about how it was evolved and how it's uh, gotten to be uh, certainly a major portion of the products that you sell in not only in Georgia but all over the country I guess uh, what stemmed the idea to get Burton and Burton started
1: try to make a living I <laughs> <That's how you laughs> usually start a business so when I got married to Bobby he was in the wholesale flower business so I was looking for something to to do that we relate to that and balloons were a new item and they seem to work with the floral industry so I started trying to sell balloons to the flower shops in the surrounding area and also throughout the country and and put messages on balloons because I saw a balloon as a floating greeting card.
0: Well, that's a good way to get started. Uh, Certainly uh, you felt like that uh, it had a future in it or you wouldn't have done it, and you certainly got a good partner in Bob. Uh, You all make a good team.
2: We've worked together now doing that balloon business over 40
1: years. 41 plus
0: well forty one and growing I, I think you might say uh well now you aren't always in the same location you've evolved into that location, I guess,
1: yes, we moved a lot of times with we a lot of fast moves in the very beginning because we were growing so fast so I started out in one of the little uh, rooms at uh at wholesale and then stayed there about a month and uh, re- We did a building that we had next door and moved into it and stayed there about six months and then moved six months later to a couple of uh, buildings uh, next to Wholesale and stayed there for about a year and then moved out to Commerce Park and then added on to Commerce Park and then we moved into this building in 1987. We built it and moved in in December of 87 and added on to it several times and bought several more buildings. still have the building that we ran in Commerce Park. And... Uh, bought the building around the corner uh, um, on well, Burton and also we have a couple of buildings that we rent uh, up the street from uh, where we are on uh, Cleveland Road so like I said we've added down so we have about 300,000 square feet now of uh, warehouse space.
2: The main headquarters is on Cleveland Road
0: Only, th- Yeah and uh, if you go out there you can see a little bit of your vision or a lot of your vision 300,000 square feet is a lot Uh, That's a lot of warehousing. That's a lot of uh, uh, inventory, I guess.
1: A lot
2: of inventory, but we don't have quite enough space, but I guess we're living with it right now. Move it in,
0: move it out. Don't let it get old. Well, there's no mold that grows on Burton and Burton. That's for doggone sure. Uh, You started out with a different name, I guess, did you not? Have you always been Burton and Burton?
1: Oh, it used to be Flowers Incorporated Balloons because Bobby was in a in, uh, partner in Flowers Incorporated and I started the business under the name Flowers Incorporated Balloons. And it was always just not the right name for the business, but we were growing so fast it was very difficult to change the name. But in 2006, we decided to change the name to Burton and & Burton. And we started a product line that was called Burton & Burton, so we just uh, trans the name back into Burton and Burton just to have it because it, it related more to what we we're selling. I mean, everybody got confused with the name Flowers Incorporated Balloons because we'd get called Flowers and Balloons, Balloons and Flowers. I mean, every name in the book. So it was just just not the right name for the business. And finally, we bought billet, which was kind of scary at the time because Back then, people didn't change their name quite as quick as they do now. It was more like somebody was bought out or someone was, uh, you know, that something was wrong with the company, not necessarily just change the name. So we did a lot of research and a lot of branding to make sure that we were doing the right thing. And it was a, it was a really good move for us to change the name because um, it's just more generic and um, it, it represents our product line a lot better than what we had
2: when you're selling a lot of different products that are not balloons, a lot of times you go into a customer and they weren't buying balloons. So it didn't represent the, the product line had evolved over the years. It no longer represented what all we were selling. We still sell a lot of balloons, still in the balloon business, but we have expanded a lot of other products, decorations, Christmas decorations, uh, a lot of glassware and so forth. Still a lot of products that go into flower shops and for the floral industry. So. It's broadened itself extensively compared to what it was when we were just selling balloons when it began.
1: But our, pro- our customer base is really the same as in the beginning. We started out with flower shops and also anything that has to do with floral, but also hospital gift shops and also mom and pop shops, so we really have tried to keep our, our mix of products that we relate to our customer base.
0: Well that, that makes a lot of difference when you have such a pointed uh, uh, vision. And focus. Uh, you're the most focused business I think I've ever been encountered <laughs> before, and y'all.
2: That's quite a compliment there, Dan.
0: Well, it it is a compliment, and it's meant to be. Uh, I I think again, your vision for expanding your business has been unreal. But you've had the kind of customers that have allowed you to expand your business. Uh, not just flower shops. Uh, people would just think about y'all. In the past, as flower shop uh, providers of products, but it's much more than that. You say hospital? Uh, you go to hospitals, flower shops.
1: We have hospital gift shops, and we sell to grocery uh, floral departments. We sell to regular uh, grocery stores. So, I mean, regular uh, flower shops. So, we have a very diverse group of customers. But it's really all a lot of our products are around the. Uh, market, But also, as Bobby said, we do a lot of decor items that are for holidays. So we're very holiday-driven as well. We've been very lucky because we've had such great customers. So we're very fortunate with our customer base and also with our employee base. Our employees are like family, and we uh, they treat us like family, and we treat them like family, hopefully. And uh, they really take care of our customers and treat our customers like family. So it's kind of like a wheel. Everything just kind of revolves around and keeps going we try not to miss any spokes where our wheel will keep on turning so we're very lucky with the people we sell to and the people we have here in the building they have taken care of those customers
2: the people the customers we have have been extremely loyal to us i was looking at the computer the other day you know some of them 20 30 years and some of them go back and say i was there at the very beginning when y'all first started selling balloons and yet they're still customers just give service treat them like you want to be treated and keep inventory so that you can ship people ship quick and we've been very fortunate with that formula and
0: people have stuck with us through thick and thin the pandemic they stuck with us so you're very very
2: appreciative of the loyalty of those customers and of the people that work here as co-workers they're it's amazing how they've been here and some of them began a career here, and now they're retiring. So sort of been interesting to watch as the families grow up and watch them mature and watch them move up in their jobs to make greater responsibility and make a career.
1: Well, as Bobby said, it's interesting to look at the computer because we actually went computer uh, on computers in 86, and we can look back and see customers by the numbers and know that those customers were with us before we actually went on the computer system. So it's it's always, all the people that have been here a long time, when they look in the system, if we have a four digit number, we know those people have been with us since before 86. So that's interesting, as Bobby said, we have so many long-term employees. It's just been rewarding to be able to, to be in a business where you had so many long-term employees and know that they treat the customers the same way we would want to treat the customers. And a business, can't be just one or two people. Business is really about all your people because they're the ones that are the face of the company.
0: Well, there's no question about that. And, and I have talked to some of your employees before, and they've always been extremely happy and pleased to be employed by you guys and Burton and Burton. And uh, they feel like it is a family, and they enjoy being there, and they, they usually stay. Like I said, you've got some long-term employees. Uh now, you, you've gotten your uh, children in the business as well, I think, now.
1: Yes, both of them. We have two children. We have a daughter, and uh, Rachel, and we have a son, Michael, and they're both very involved in the business. And also our son-in-law works in the business. And sometimes our grandchildren are at the, at the, out here working, and they'll be at the showrooms helping pass out cookies and help. Actually, they take orders now. They're so excited that now they're old enough that they can take an order.
2: You know, it's interesting how younger generation get that, handheld computer and they do real well compared to grandma and grandpa
0: boy yeah i just get my uh calls and send my uh, messages back on my computer my phone computer i tell you i'm not uh savvy in that department by any means most of us older folks are having trouble trying to catch up with that uh That's I know- right. we have to ask the
1: younger ones
0: to help us it moves so fast though it's, it's
2: so fast movement. They've grown up with it. They're used to it, and just oriented toward it. And it's not, it doesn't intimidate them like it does us.
0: Well, I don't know anything that intimidates y'all. Uh, you've uh, been a stalwart in the industry, and you've—you've you've really created an industry, uh, I guess, as much as anything else. Uh, and I
1: think what I'm like, saying about that Danny, is the fact that it's very—I mean, if people can grow a business and. I think we've just been very lucky to be in a brand new industry and be able to see that industry evolve and be part of that evolution. So to me, that's one of the most fascinating things about our business and for our employees as well, to be in something that was brand new and be part of the people that, that were able to structure that industry.
0: Well, to be on the ground floor and to really create the ground floor, that means a whole lot uh, in, a, in a business and that gives you uh, credence, what is that word? Uh, That gives you (laughs) the ability to say that you mean business when you talk about Burton and Burton and what they're able to to do for folks. Uh, Y'all have got a showroom a couple of different places, don't you?
1: We have one in Dallas and we have one in Atlanta. We did have one in Vegas, but Vegas is just not really that uh, for gifts. It's more furniture, so uh, we've had our Atlanta showroom for about about 40 years we've been in the market in atlanta for 41 years and also in dallas for 41 years and we've had uh our showrooms almost ever since too so and we have a showroom
2: here in bogart at our headquarters so we've got three to keep up with
0: yeah well that is more than a lot uh and Again, you have to be stocked for that. If people call you up and they have to wait a month for their order to come in, uh, they won't be uh, clients very long, will they? You know,
2: birthdays don't wait. Weddings don't wait. Special occasions don't wait. They need that product now. The day after that birthday, it doesn't do the same. as that person gets it late, it doesn't have the same meaning. We've got to be there to help those people hit those events. And so we strive to do that. We're known for doing that in the industry.
1: So we ship our orders the same day or within. If they come in by noon, we try to ship the same day and, the, and off the next day. And since we're business to business, we're wholesale. Uh, you know, our customers have stock, but also they depend on us making sure they don't have to have so much inventory because we do always have stock, and we're we've never been uh, just in time. We've always had long inventories, and that really paid off during COVID, so we were able to keep our customers stocked during
2: that time. And pick up some new customers where the, their suppliers had not kept the inventory on hand, and we had inventory, so it worked to our benefit.
0: Well, a lot of people have moaned and groaned about the COVID era, I guess you might say, but it, if it wasn't a downtime for y'all, uh, maybe it was an uptime for, for you. You
1: know, I think every business has different kinds of struggles. I think COVID had struggles for everyone, um, whether, no matter what the situation was, it was just a different sets of, of struggles, trying to get our orders out was a struggle in the beginning. Everyone didn't know what was gonna happen the first two or three months was really difficult for I think any business, not knowing how to handle it, people canceling orders. And uh, so we didn't know where we were gonna be the first two or three months. And also just trying to, be able to keep our customers going so we were trying to to social distance put as many people at home and also have as many people as we could have in and be safe here and so we did that we did a good job of that i think we came through COVID really really well we were able to keep our building very uh secure and also i don't think we had that many cases of COVID from our employees. So I think we've came through it really well. But it was I think even now people are struggling through COVID with what happened with COVID. It's just the world's kinda of changed after COVID. So I think any business, some people came through a lot better than others. I think we came through it very well. But uh, it was not without our own struggles.
2: And it certainly had an effect in those few first months about you know, a lot of our customers in those grocery stores, they weren't working in floral departments. They were stocking toilet paper and trying to stock product because they were all hands on deck. So many businesses were closed. The grocery stores, they were open. So they were covered up with people coming in there to get products that maybe they didn't usually buy there. So it was a difficult time for them, too. But then they got back on course, and people wanted the flowers. They wanted the balloons. They wanted the containers. They wanted the holiday. They wanted to celebrate. They wanted something to celebrate. So a balloon brought joy. They could take it home. Have a birthday celebration. So in that regard, we felt really good about bringing people joy during that
1: time. I because a lot of people did decorations on the outside of the house. One of our struggles was all of our showrooms were closed down because you couldn't open those, so we lost a lot of sales during that time for showrooms. But yet, what picked up was the fact because people could go out and decorate in the yards, and so since there was not people, people were closing schools. And during graduation, so they would go out and decorate the yards to bring some happiness. So we were part of sharing happiness throughout the world, and that made us feel really good. And I think it made our employees feel good because they knew they were doing something that was shedding a lot of happiness throughout the world country by do, by selling products that were going to be beneficial to make people smile.
2: Making a difference in people's lives. Those people are graduating, didn't have graduation. How did they get recognized? And a lot of people did that recognize, recognition at the home. And so we felt honored to be part of that group that was helping make that happen.
0: Well, that means a great deal. There's no question about that. There's so much negative that went on along with the uh, COVID and shutting down businesses and schools and other things. But it, uh, you had a business that was uh, not recession-proof by, uh, from the COVID standpoint, but it was certainly not uh, something that kept people from enjoying, as you say, and celebrating with the products, again, right. that you sold.
1: Right. We probably, I think we were a help to, to that situation.
0: Well, let me ask you this. Uh, Do you feel like that uh, your children have just uh, embraced, obviously if they're there and they keep working, they've embraced the idea and the mission that you have? Uh, What would you say y'all's mission is? Do you have a specific mission statement?
1: Well, We want to be the best at what we do. Uh, We do have a mission statement. I don't have it in front of me right now, but we want to hire the best people. We want to have the best products out there and uh, to ship, have good service, have the best service in the industry. So it's all revol- revolves around doing the best job we possibly can do through our customer base, taking care of our customer base, having the best employees and taking care of those employees where they'll take care of our customers.
0: Well, that, that's again, makes the whole effort uh, work well because you're not only thinking about your customers, but you're th- thinking about your employees. and. I guess if you don't do both, uh, one of them is going to cause the other one to fail. And uh, you all done have that, done that well. Uh, <laughs> you're the first business I ever heard of that, uh, that got the grandchildren involved in it.
1: Uh, <laughs> well, we're trying to make sure. What, what our children were always involved in the business from, from day one, so we kept them involved. Of course, when you work together, you always are... When you're at home, uh, you're talking about the business. And, you know, my parents were always very helpful with business. My mother worked here until right before she died at 91. Oh, my And it uh, never go anywhere because we always traveled together as a family with the, the grandparents and the, and the children and us. So it's usually all three generations in a car. So you would wind up talking about the business, whether or not before generations. Yeah, four generations, that, that was before my parents passed away. We had four generations, but uh, that was involved in the business with the children because they were always here trying to do something. But our children and and my parents and, and um, Bob and myself, you know, from the beginning were always very uh, involved in listening what was going on. There was always somebody who wanted to talk about the business whether the other one wanted to or not. But one of the things that we've done is also we've been, tra- we've tried to be very charitable here at, at home and also um, been involved in the community and also throughout the country. And also, we've, we've uh, also built a couple of schools in Rwanda. One of the things we heard about was that the children in Rwanda, the kindergarten, there was not kindergartens for the children to go to, and also the, there were lack of food for the children there. So one of the things that we've done, we brought in baskets and we sold those. Um, and anything any money that we've taken in from the baskets, we, we've donated to the schools, so we pay. We pay for that. We have a partner in this, and we uh, we pay for the products and we ship the products out. We, anything we've done it's just been as a pass-through. We didn't have any. One hundred
2: percent of the proceeds went directly to build those schools.
1: So we've been able to build two schools. So we're very uh, glad that we've been able to do that, and that's called uh, Weave and Hope is the name of our charity that we do that through. It's our charity.
0: You say Weave and Hope
1: we even hope and
2: because it's baskets that are being sold so the baskets are woven there by people in the country to which they're sending the money for the schools so they're uh, we buy the baskets
1: so what one of the things we're doing is the ladies are making the baskets so we're providing them a job to make the baskets and then we're also giving them money that we, when we sell the basket, 100% of that goes back to build the schools. So we're helping to employ women, which is, you know, they need good jobs there, so we're providing a job, and then we're providing schools for their children to go to.
0: Boy, that completes the the, the wheel, as you say, uh, without any question. I Again, I don't know a lot of businesses that uh, certainly not locally here that are involved so, Uh, internationally uh, and really making a difference. Uh, Bob, you said that, making a difference. I think that your company makes a difference in many ways. Uh, You talk about the evolution of the balloon. That's one thing. It goes from uh, latex to foil and on down the road, but uh, the different types of uh, balloons that you provide for specific uh, applications. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: We have all types. We have the foil balloons, as you said, and we have the the latex balloons, and uh, we do all kinds of uh, coordinating items that go with it. Uh, One thing that's interesting is the fact when we go to China, we will take, you know, the latex balloons to give out. When I was in Rwanda, Michael and I were over in Rwanda, Rwanda our son. And uh, the children had never seen a balloon before. So that was very interesting to be able to, to hand out balloons. And we were trying to blow up the balloons to give to the children. And, and they were trying to blow the balloons up. And they'd never blown up a balloon before. Can you imagine seeing all these little children that's never seen a balloon? And they didn't even know where to start to know how to blow up a balloon. So that was just, you know, to see those smiles come on their face was so rewarding. to to be able to do that. In the early days, when Bobby and I would go to China, the children have never seen a balloon and we'd always we'd have balloons in his pockets to give out and we'd be uh, blowing the balloons up to give to them where they could uh, be able to see what a balloon was like.
0: Oh my goodness, that had to really touch your heart without any question about it. Uh, they, they uh, There's a lot of things they probably haven't done over there because of the culture and otherwise, but uh, again, You were taking something to them that meant something to them and uh, made them happy. Uh, You have a happy business, I would say.
1: That's right.
2: You're right. That's something we always talk about. How many people go to work to a happy business? And people, when they see the product, they smile. Over the years, the balloons have evolved a lot in the shapes and different uses and so forth and the celebrations, the way they make the arches now and all. It really has... evolved into a much more complex business than when it began and people appreciate it and it's a growing business still because people are doing a lot of decoration with it you get a lot of show for the money and it just brings smile to people's faces and when people do parties the corporations do events you see a lot of those people now using balloons but because they know it works i think
1: one of the things that you said a Gogany, about you know a new industry it's like when i started the business people would say it was a fad and i would say no it's not a fad i mean balloons are not a fad and i think we've proven after 41 years
0: oh no it's not a fad it's a it's a growing uh it's a growing opportunity really more than anything else to uh give to somebody that uh really needs a difference made in their life and uh y'all do one thing that
2: well, i'm sorry one thing it was interesting early on is we got to meet the man who invented the latex balloons back in the 30s and rolled it down, and he started the latex balloons in the U.S. And to get to meet him and then to see where it has gone from there until now, and that was less than 100 years. And he lived to be over 100, but he and his wife started making latex balloons and selling them in the park to children back in the 30s.
0: My goodness, what an evolution. There's no question about that. Well, you do a lot of different characters. You uh, Your balloons really uh, provide a message, don't they?
1: They do. I think that's one of the things that's important about the balloons and what we started with was providing a floating greeting card. And it still is a lot of that is about the expression and, and making happiness, giving happiness. So I think that's when I think about a balloon, I think about sharing happiness. Whether it's with a message on it or just the, the just the shape of the balloon or the um, sentiment that's on it, is the fact that it makes people happy.
2: And people are still intrigued by floating. You see kids look up at it floating. You see adults look at it floating. They're still intrigued by something that defies gravity.
1: And even the ones that don't float, we have ways to make them float to look like they're floating without actually using the helium. So. Uh, that's one of the things that we've worked on developing is to be able to have uh, ways of balloons looking like they're float without having to use the helium. Yeah,
0: I don't know how you do that, but that would be way too complicated for my little mind. Uh, but <laughs> we have
1: different kinds of you can use different kinds of, of uh, things that you attach the balloons to that gives them the, the looking like it's a floating balloon.
2: A lot of times you see the arches, people think there's helium in them, but they know how to do it with air and it still has the effect of looking like it's a helium balloon.
0: Well, the popularity of balloons has uh, really evolved, as you say, in a very strong way because what do you call As a floating what? Uh, you a says, floating
1: greeting card. A floating,
0: a floating uh, greeting yes. card. <laughs> That's an unusual thing. I think
1: floating happiness is one of the things, too. It's just when you see a a floating balloon, it just makes you happy.
2: And people smile. It brings a smile to their face. You just look at They look at it and they smile. It's amazing. No
1: matter what the
0: age. Yeah. Well, when you smile, that means you've got, uh, there you go. Hope comes back in the uh, picture a little bit. And that's where I said when I first thought about calling y'all, that you all, that you've got a, a product or a number of products that provide inspiration uh, and happiness and give them hope that there's going to be a good future. Yeah. Well, right. One
2: one thing that we've done a lot of is inspirational products. We are known in the industry, as far as the giftware, of having inspirational products. And people come to our showroom seeking those inspirational products that we carry. And we carry a large line of it. One
1: of the largest in the, at the uh, <coughs> Merchandise Mart in Dallas, in Atlanta, we are known for that, that people just come to seek at our showroom because of the inspirational Items that we carry, and one thing you know that makes us different too, Danny, is you know we design our products here in house. We have artists here that we are able to design. So it's always one of the things I say about this business is always different because we're always shipping different seasons, we're always designing different seasons. So it's very difficult in the morning to remember remember what month it is or what the weather is because you're always working in a different season. So that always is interesting to me.
0: Well, I'm sure your vision for the future is more, not more of the same, but more difference of the same. And uh, you've made a difference, and I'm certainly proud to have y'all on this morning. You uh, have inspired me, and uh, next time I see a balloon, I'll think of y'all. And, but next time I see a happy product, I'll think of y'all. Thank well, you very much. We've been m- so
2: blessed, so blessed. Thank you. the years.
0: Thank you so much for being with us, and best of everything to you. Uh, you have been blessed. Subscribe to our social media and share your stories on the HopeWithDanny.com website. Remember, it's all about hope. I'm your host, Danny Daniel. This episode was recorded at Vega Studios.